Hey guys, Liam Duggan here, captain of the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. We're driven by the Shelter Brewing Co. and are a part of Backchat Studios. You can support us on Patreon where you can get bonus content and episodes before everybody else. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to the Four Wheel Drive podcast, driven by Shelter. That's music by Southern River Band. Let it ride, of course. The socials you'll find us at the Four Wheel Drive podcast on Instagram and YouTube over at Backchat Studios. Joined by Ronnie Dale, my uh, my ever relying co-host. Liam, and how are you? I'm good, mate. And we're joined by Matt from Overland Travels as well, mate. So thanks for joining us. No worries, mate. Happy to be here. Yeah, so, thanks, um, thanks for coming, Matt. Yeah. This, is, this is awesome. Exciting show. Yes, no, nah, it's good to be at the Four Wheel Drive show again and just uh, chat Four Wheel Drives and see all the new stuff that's out. It's always good fun. There's um, a lot of noise around too, boys. So apologies to uh, to everyone listening um, back to this. There's going to be a little bit of uh, disturbance around. But yeah, we're at the Eastern Creek uh, Dragway, and there's a few uh, races happening in the background. <laughs> there's as well, a lot so. going on. There, there'll yeah. be people floating through, and there might even be people jumping in. Trophy. Um, so I have to kick them out when they do, Ronnie. But um, <laughs> boys, got you both here. Um, we're we're going to talk the Simpson Desert, so it's perfect, Matt, that you're that you're joining us and very um, close to my heart. Yeah, you've you've uh, you've told us before that you've done a few trips to that, and um, you, you said before that you've studied some facts as well recently, just so you've, you're prepared to. Um, so I wouldn't mind just giving you a little little bit of a test on those facts because Jaden's left some for me here. So All right, no worries, got? mate. Let's test me, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll see how I go. <laughs> All right. Well, do you know how many square kilometres the Simpson Desert? Oh, mate, it'd be uh, more than three, I'd say, <laughs> less than less than ten million. You are dead. You are dead on. What, do you know what it is, Ronnie? Oh, I'm just gonna. I'm honestly taking a stab here. About three hundred thousand. I don't know. One hundred and seventy thousand square kilometres. Okay. Oh, not bad, as Ronnie. As big as Washington yeah, DC for the US listeners. So it's. Um, when I said three, I meant three hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were a little bit off. What do you there. think? I'm talking what three square kilometers? I thought Come you were just giving me such a big range that you just could not be wrong. Um, how many sand dunes? Is there eleven hundred? Yep. It's kind of Bang debatable, on. isn't it? Like, used to be eleven hundred fifty, and I tried counting them, but how far did you get when you counted them? I got to like one hundred and eighty, and then I gave up. Mate, they blend into one after a while. You sort of just get into the groove in the Simpson. That's uh, it's the flow state of the Simpson, I call it. You're sort of just um, you know cruising over one dune after the other. I love it. Yeah, it, it is awesome. It, isn't it like the longest parallel dunes in the world? Like most longest parallel dunes yep. in the world? That's yeah. that's spot on. Some of them are yeah, 200 kilometres long. So um, that's crazy. That's wild. Pretty full on. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you've had a drone in the air before there. 
Oh yeah, and got the just, drone it up. It just looks and epic, isn't it? The it's it almost looks like uh, water, you know, at the beach and the yeah. waves. You know, when you see those little ripples uh, right at the edge of the water, it's like that, but just on a huge scale. And it's um it's so impressive. And when the sun is setting, oh my god, and those shadows are getting long on each dune, it is something else. It is yeah. spectacular. Yeah, for for everyone out there, how like where is it? How are we getting there to even start? Because it's actually quite a trek to just to get to the Simpson Desert to start it off so yeah absolutely where, where is it well Matt you cover the east and then I'll talk about the west yeah so it actually covers a couple of states um, South Australia Northern Territory and Queensland um, so there's National Park in South Australia not in the Northern Territory and uh, not in a National Park in Queensland um, so you can really start I'll say one of the biggest starting points for the Simpson Desert is Mount Dare um, going into Dalhousie Springs, uh, Alice Springs, or Birdsville. Yep, righto. Yeah, that's right. You can't can start from Alice because that's on the old and, and Dado Road, right? Yes. Yeah, yep, yeah. Old and Dado. Well, the Bins track goes yes. from Alice and goes down into Old and Dado, and from there you've got a couple of options of where, what line you want to do in the Simpson. Yeah. So what are what are some of those lines that? Well, the I've heard of so year. the line the line I've I've only done one line. I've done it twice. So I did the Madigan line when you used to be able to go east to west but you can't do yep. it anymore and uh, that was the most Reason fun and being, challenging way because uh, pe- the dunes are a bit higher and a bit more challenging so they don't want people going both okay. ways yep. just in case you have a collision Yep. yep. Um, and then I recently did the other way but you've, you've done some of the other ones yeah we've done a bit of the QAA, QAA French line rig road and the Madigan as well so we've yeah. done quite a few yep yep yeah so um, the QAA, yeah, that's because we didn't we didn't do the Madigan all the way to Birdsville. We come down and do, did the QAA. That's where Torben got completely stuck. Yep. Um, that time, um, but yeah, how would you compare the other tracks to the Madigan line? Because I've never actually done Rig Road and yeah. Rest so of the French line. look, uh, the Simpson Desert is changing all the time, and uh, from when we had first done the Madigan, uh, two thousand and twenty one completely different to when we did it recently a couple of months ago um a lot more chopped up so i'd say more people are doing it um the lines themselves uh look the madigan when you're going west to east you are going on the um not going on the leeward side of the dune so if you're going east to west the dunes are steeper because it's the leeward side so it's actually the easier crossing going west to east on any line in the simpson um, one thing to keep in mind on the QAA towards the end, the dunes get quite big and you get really big moguls. Um, so What's that? Quite chopped up. Moguls, moguls. So I'll say your moguls are in a sand dune is opposing holes to your wheels. Ah, right. yep. So not consistent humps. Yep. They're sort of, you, you'll be doing, getting crossed up, you know, yeah, you'll right be flexing yeah. uh, along those moguls. Uh, yep. wom- wombat holes. That's, that's oh, yeah. how so I know them yep. a bit, yeah, a bit yep. more. Yeah, yeah. So... And that's that's due to people not having the right tyre pressure, you know. Yep, sound like a broken record, yeah. mate. But, um, like me. Yeah, tyres, <laughs> tyres. No, you, you do lower your tyres, yeah, Liam. Sometimes, <laughs> um, sometimes. mate. You, you've done it in in two different vehicles as well, which is probably the most interesting part about your travels yeah, through the Simpson yeah. for me. Anyway, tell us about the difference well, between. Funnily enough, it's the same vehicle. Actually, it's just forty-two just years <laughs> apart. So <laughs> one was the HA forty-seven, yep. our old troopy Elsie, that was uh, affectionately known. Yep. Famous. And then uh, we've done a couple of crossings in Elsie, and then we just did a crossing recently in our brand new uh, 78 series troop carrier, uh, which is a different experience. 
But um, yeah, it's great to compare the two different vehicles. And look, 42-year-old vehicle, no power steering, um, stock as a rock, four-speed gearbox, uh, drum brakes, and that thing was unbelievable in the Simpson. It was fantastic. And because you've got an older vehicle, you don't have the power. I was relying on actually driving it properly and letting my tyres down. Yep. Um, with the newer one, you can kind of get a little bit lazy, you know, I'll just put the diff locks <laughs> yeah. in, you know. But uh, So it was a really good experience in the older vehicle. And honestly, in some situations, it did better than the 70 series. Yeah, right. So, yeah. yeah. So they they How built so? those vehicles really. So those vehicles were made as an off-road vehicle first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Like absolutely, you know, their main purpose is those kind of tracks, those slow going, revving low, the six cylinders, big firewheel, a lot of lug revved yep. fantastically. I found the revs, you know, second gear would just idle over dunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, okay. Look, on, on any other road, on corrugations, on, on road, that thing's an absolute pig to drive. But in those flowing um, sort of sand dunes, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. I actually found the 70 series would actually start bucking back and forth so could be something to do with my suspension but okay i actually found yeah it it, it just sort of bucked back and forth and i almost had a sore back in the 70 series yeah, and the 40 right. series really yeah that yeah it's so interesting. really interesting yeah it's interesting you should say that because that's what i kind of got in the 79 but um when i take the troopy over dunes uh it feels more comfortable yeah, I'd say the shorter wheelbase yeah. and maybe a little less weight over the back or I'm not mm. too sure. Um, but, yeah, it's just different setups. and uh, yeah. so yeah, but it makes a huge difference. Like having having a rear tank filled or empty, oh, huge. It's, it, it just yeah. changes the whole dynamics of, of yeah, the vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. So with with both your vehicles, Matt, what did you do yours in, Ronnie, when you crossed? So Were I did it in a did in a seventy nine both times both times towing as well. Okay. Yep. So I, I towed west to east, and I towed east to west. Yep. Righto. And that was interesting. I got bogged a couple of times west to east, and I found that I just took a bit more air out of my tyres, and there was no problem after that. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, we we know someone who recently crossed. Uh, you know Nina who yeah, who, who yeah, comments yep. a lot. Yep. So she blew her front diff. Ah, uh, she she's just done it. So she had to complete it in two wheel drive, and, yep. and she had her tires down. And she was she was having a bit of a giggle about people not being able to conquer dunes, and she just put up in two wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, right. you know. Yeah. Well, I'd watch people get uh, hung up on lots of dunes in you know two hundreds, hundreds, you know one hundred fives, and I was in the forty series just chugging over. Yeah. And it was and it was almost funny. You know, brand new Rangers. You know, they've got stacks more power than I've got in the old forty, and uh, yeah. And if you, I was, yeah, 16, 15 PSI and she was just crawling up, no yeah, worries. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the number one thing and you won't get caught up. It's not particularly hard four-wheel driving. It's yeah. just, you've just got to do it Have right. Smart. Yeah. That, that's probably a good prelude because what, what I want to get to is, is how prepared you have to be. Obviously, the remoteness of the trip is, is one thing, but then, like you say, there's your vehicle, the tyre pressures, what you've got in the back. Um, so breaking it up into two parts, maybe the... How, how prepared do you have to be for the remoteness and then how prepared do you have to be, I suppose, with uh, your vehicle and, and its specifications and, and I suppose you're, not, you're probably like, you're going to challenge a stock vehicle out there still, even though it's maybe not the toughest yeah. four-wheel driving, but where, where does, that, where does that all sit for both of you? It's a really good question for, for the Simpson because it's done by so many, and but I reckon like, you've done the other lines, I haven't, but I'm assuming that the French line and that, it's... it's it, they would feel less remote than a Madigan, would you say? Would you would you be would you carry less kind of spares for that line, or would you yeah, do the same? 
Look, gone are the days of old when not many people are doing it. It's busy. So you're probably always going to have people coming past if you're really going to get hung up. But obviously you do want to be prepared. If you've been thinking about doing your bearings on your vehicle, if you've been thinking about an oil change, just do it before the trip. Because it's not particularly hard four-wheel driving. It's just that if something goes wrong, Mm. you either got a really big repair bill Oh, sorry, recovery bill, or you're going to have to figure it out yourself. Yep. Yeah, long that's, way that's away That's the mine. issue. That's yep. the thing. Yep. And to figure it out yourself, you've got, you got to have some experience with, with breakdowns, yep. like standard breakdowns, because yeah. out there is a whole different ball game. Right. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. we had a bearing go uh, just on the recent trip, not in our car, but in our mate's 79. Um, and he was, yeah, thinking about doing his bearings before the trip. He didn't. Yeah. It was literally the end of a 30,000-kilometre trip around Australia. And he did his bearing and... Uh, he actually had all the tools to do it. He had all the know-how. He just didn't have a bearing. Oh, no. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> no, no. So it was a 1,000K <laughs> yeah. round trip for Holly and I. Oh, Back, no. we had to do the Madigan the opposite direction. Uh, so we're doing plenty of call-outs on the two-way, which is oh. a big point I want to make is make sure you have a UHF. That is absolutely yep. paramount. And a sample. Get on channel, channel 10. And a sand flag, and do your call-outs. Yep. And uh, we were just doing it over every June because people probably weren't expecting us coming yeah. when we were doing that Mercy Dash back to Alice. So Channel 10's the Simpson call? Yep, that's yep. the Simpson. Right so, yep, Channel 10, get on it. Yep, yep. Yeah. So that, that, do you have anything else there, mate? Well, you, yeah. Um, on the preparedness? There was, there was, oh, yeah, on the preparedness. Well, I can relate to that wheel bearing thing because I once did a wheel bearing. I had everything except for the seals, so we couldn't mm, do the job. So yep. I hadn't had to get one shipped. But that was that's the story for another place and another set of dunes completely different <laughs> but um with the with the radio and having the flag we once uh, encountered someone on the madigan line that did, he didn't have a radio he didn't have a flag yep his mate was in front of him and only because he told us that he was coming he had no idea how far behind his mate was so he, had he broken down this guy's like kilometers in front of him he wouldn't have known um, we knew to keep an eye out for this guy, but otherwise he wouldn't have known. And then yep. when he come up, he was like, yeah, no idea, no radio, no yeah. sand flag. Yeah. Yeah, play it safe out there for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, you don't want to have a head on on top of a dune. And nah. uh, it's worth noting on the QAA, uh, closer to Birdsville, there are call points at the, at, yeah. you know, along every couple of Ks. You Righto. say, okay, uh, three car convoy heading east, call point 10. Yeah, okay. And that way you got vehicles either side knowing where you are yep and i literally have people come up and they i hadn't heard anything from them and they i literally knew they just went past the call point and i said oh do you guys see the call point oh no nah, not really and you think yeah yeah but i didn't know they were coming and if we met at the top of a sand dune like that can just be game over yep. so. yeah and that's why you just gotta be, be alert be wary every time we climb a dune gaze up ahead yeah, so yeah, just get ahead. Yeah, that's good intel. Um, Lucky I don't make cars that are like Sandy Red, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Sandy Torp, too. Obviously, it was all good, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like to keep him guessing, mate. Yeah. yeah. So I put the racing stripes on it. Um, that's right. I don't know if you if you do mind touching on it, but any any sort of hard luck stories, breakages of your own on the, in the Simpson, where I need to touch I've, on a little I've bit there. I've got a good one. Yeah. And it was good because it was, it was stupid. Um... From me, so we, the old we, we learned we learned so. from this on this show though. There, there's, there's yeah, <laughs> it, mistakes. It was one of those things. I, I genuinely felt like an idiot, but um, 
pretty much I had the old 40 series and I had a lot of spares in that thing. Like, you know, I even had a whole, a whole hub, um, you know, all your studs, bearings, fluids. Were you belts. so set up because you're in an older vehicle? Just because that... you're in an older vehicle. Yep. So yep. you just want to make sure you just, you know, you just don't know what's going to go wrong with yep. those old things. You can you can get out of a lot of situations in those old vehicles. You know, they got same disc centers, front and rear. You can, you know, swap your drive. You can do heaps of stuff. Yep. Um, so you won't get hung up. But anyway, pretty much I'd bring oil every trip and... Uh, I'd never used it. I'm like, you know what? This thing's not using any oil. I'll be right. <laughs> anyway, uh, one of my uh, high-pressure oil lines in the back of the uh, vacuum um, pump. Anyway, it, it went, and uh, I started pissing out a bit of oil, and I didn't have any in the Simpson. I checked my dipstick, and it was barely touching, and I just thought, oh, gosh. And just that feeling like, you know, you're running low on oil, <laughs> yeah. and I actually had to ask someone for oil on the trip. It was uh, oil for 200 series, but... The old 2H, I don't think it really matters it what just, you put in it. it. I was looking at, I was looking at my vegetable in oil it. and I'm thinking, oh, I wonder what 2H think about that. So anyway, we'll probably just start burning it up and actually using it for fuel. But anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, so gold. that was dumb. So just the, the basics, the yeah. basics. Yeah. Your, your fluids, belts, just your belts. Like yep. that, you know, you're going to get hung up if you don't have, you know, something. one of them goes, you know, in a newer car especially. A uh, bit of wire, zip ties, um, duct tape. Sounds silly, but it can really get you out of trouble. Bit of super glue. Yep. Yeah, if you can't fix it with duct ties and cable, I mean, yeah. duct ties, <laughs> duct tape and cable ties, you might as well leave it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, wires, so, yeah, just wires the basics. Is a thing, yeah. yeah. I love basics. wire. Wire is so good. Fixes a lot of things. Yeah, it does. I, 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 I my exhaust, uh, one of my exhaust mounts uh, snapped off in the 40 in the Simpson. Bit of wire, yeah, held it back mm. up and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's it's well documented that last time we were out in the Simpson on the QAA line on the way back to to Birdsville, that's where Torben uh, oh, got into the, a bit of mischief. Yeah, in the middle. Jeez, of that it. was entertaining the video. That, Mate, that, that was, was I loved it. it. That was <laughs> we've spoken about that a lot on here. You know, Holly, <laughs> yeah. Holly, my partner that we travel with, she's the other half of Overland Travelers, or probably more than half of it. She'd always show that video to people just because oh, she thought no. it was kind of hilarious. But she's oh. like, look what happened out there. Yeah. yeah if, if you want to see what can go wrong, check it out. That's crazy. Mate, yeah, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Look, we've spoken about it a lot, but um, that situation, we didn't have the pass to fix it because we'd, ha- we'd have to carry another CV, uh, another CV, like another front axle. So we just pulled it out. But what we didn't realise was the inner shaft was going to slip out slowly and then restrict his steering. So yeah, right. we didn't think about that. So he, he had limited steering, uh, which got him unstuck later. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you yeah. live and you learn. It is incredible. Yeah, well, we were doing um, the repair in that hub. Once we had done the 1,000K dash back to Alice to get, sorry, the uh, bearing for my mate Adrian, we came back. But... Um, it was a little interesting point. His uh, rear diff lock wasn't actuating. It had a bit of corrosion in there. So we realised that once we take the axle out, uh, it could actually slide the diff lock. The little pin might slide down into the diff, and then that would be taking the diff apart then and taking the cover off, which would have been a real mission. Yeah. So we couldn't actuate it. So he actually took uh, the cover off the diff, um, the diff lock, and um, actually we jacked both tyres up and spanned them uh, manually and then he just put the pin in manually with his finger oh, really? his hand. Okay. So you can do that on a 70 series we found out yeah, and uh, we could actuate know. it manually mm. and then that way it didn't fall down into the diff when we took the axle out. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that is a common problem like um, if you have a 70 series and you need to pull that axle out if you don't lock that diff locker yep. that ring is going to drop. 
And also, he, uh, yeah, found out what the problem was with his stiff lock. Right. It was just all corroded, so it's a bit of contact cleaner, and yeah. now it actuates again, and so, yeah, his car's yeah. better than ever. He just had to spend two days in the Simpson drinking <laughs> beer while he waited for us to go get the part. Oh, yeah, that, sound, that sounds not too terrible, yeah, is it? Yeah, not the worst. Yeah, just have it. enough shelters what, out what there is, with spare parts. What is the camping like? Uh, yeah, pretty exposed in yeah. most parts. There are some sort of smaller trees and uh, banks of trees um, in between Gigi. Gigi trees, I believe they are. Right Don't quote me on that. Um, but there's a lot of camps along the Madigan, you know, actual camps that Cecil Madigan stayed at. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, there's, yeah, pretty yeah. open. Yeah. It's, uh, the Simpsons quite quite interesting. Like, people think desert. Then you, you get over a couple of dunes and there's trees everywhere. Yeah. So it's it, it it's it's yeah. it's, well, very, it's very different to wildflowers. what people will think. Yeah, wildflowers yeah. covered in wildflowers. It was yeah, actually right. stunning, but it was quite lush mm. out there. Actually, yeah. A beautiful sky at night, I'm assuming, and yep. yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Well, it looked like an inland sea in between some of the dunes. We actually had to do a bypass recently uh, around Air Creek, and it was actually stunning. You'll see the the videos later, but um, yeah, looking forward to that. It'd, you know, you've got sand dunes, and then in between, you just have these billabongs and just the bird life and the grass that was yeah, growing. Right. We would have seen, you know, bright green grass camped in between these dunes. It was yeah. a real juxtaposition. It was really different, and yep. uh, it was pretty special because it obviously so doesn't happen much. Yeah, you had to do that 100k detour around the. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we had to do the detour. Right? Yes, and there was a small yeah. water crossing. It wasn't very deep, probably only 40, 40 centimetres or so, right. but um, it was deeper, new people, you know, it was probably getting up to sort of, you know, 80 centimetres a metre, so it was getting high. Right. Yeah, nice, yeah. It's not what you think you'd be dealing with out there, that's for that's sure. That's right, yeah. no, not at water all. Water in a desert. <laughs> um, yeah. How long does it take, roughly? Depends Ooh. what line you do. Yeah. How, how long is the French line, Matt? French line, so we kind of zigzagged on the French line. So we did the bit of the rig road, a bit of the French, and a bit of the QAA. Um, I think we did over four days. So Simpson's not too bad, you know. You can sort of spend as long as you want. But, you know, three to six days, I reckon, would be a good sort of point. But around four, and on sort of the fifth day, you're probably rolling into Birdsville early for a bit of a pub feed. How long did you spend on the Madigan line? Uh, I believe it was four days, yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty quick. That's how quick we did it the first time. The second time, it took us six days, but then we also lost... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and reasons. you had a bit of bad weather and stuff as well. Well, a bit yeah. of rain come over. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, that was the other thing. Hay River track was, was Hay River. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. See where it gets Insane. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's so unpredictable with the weather. Yep. Like, we checked it. We did everything that, you know... Did the due diligence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, despite what people, you know, all the internet experts will say afterwards, but um, we were forecast a bit of drizzle, yep. and it just rained and rained and yeah, rained right. and rained. And it's um, all part of being like prepared for the Simpson, though. Yeah, is you kind of got to take those things in your stride, and you know something goes wrong, or if you get a bit of bad weather, mm. you know, just be prepared for it and just be one happy thing. To, yeah, one thing it. we weren't prepared for here was the rain. No, <laughs> the, no, um, yeah. At the, the show, it's been pissing down all morning, but um. I forgot to move the camera before. I was yeah, like looking I, I, I and we started. And too, I was yeah. like, oh, That's why there's no crowd, obviously, because uh, <laughs> they, they all left when the rain came. Um, <laughs> would you do it solo? Yeah, I, I would be happy to do the Simpsons solo. Yep. But, I mean, you know, have your EPIRB uh, at the very least. I mean, we have Starlink now, so that's a great option uh, for us. Oh, we yeah. left Starlink with Adrian. And he was able to do click and collect on all the parts, so we were able to get going. Right. And by the time we got to Alice, we just rolled into Repco, grabbed everything we needed, and got back out of there. Yeah, okay. 
Um, but yeah, definitely yeah. have your herbs. You, you've done a recent how, something on Starlink, how, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. How funny is that? Like, like middle of Simpson Desert. Yeah. Oh, you went and did click and collect. You know, like click and collect yeah. in the Simo. It's, yeah. it's pretty wild. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, as that I said, gone are the days where you know those really remote tracks. You're not seeing. You know, you're barely seeing anyone out there. Yeah. You know, you yeah. will pass a, probably a car nearly every day in the Simpson. I'd say okay. easily. And then when you get close to Birdsville. It's pretty pretty busy. You'll be passing like you know 30, 30 cars probably in, yeah, one, right. in one day in a couple of hours. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because well, I've only done a Madigan line, so yeah, we didn't pass too many people on a Madigan line. I don't think yep. I think a lot less people obviously do that one, but it's just close to Birdsville because yeah. you know you get the caravan as they unhitch and they might go out to Popple's yeah. Corner for the day and go back, so that can be quite busy. So keep that in uh, mind. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I mean, every time. You do like a remote trip out in the desert. I'm, I'm sure, you know, Murphy's Law. Murphy just comes out and he always says hello. Yep. So before we even started The Simpson last time, I had uh, brake issues. They, I would use the brake and they would stick on. But it didn't get bad until I'd done the Great Central. So the Great Central obviously did a number on my brakes. So I had to do a Mercy Dash to um, Alice Springs, load up on brake pads so that I could cross The Simpson because I couldn't fix... They just kept seizing up. So I, what I did was I used engine compression as much as I could going over all these dunes, tried not mm. to use the brake at all. And when I did have to, we had to change the brakes halfway through and then that got me to Sydney eventually on the other yeah, side. Yeah, wow. Mm. So, um, yeah, well, we're sort of starting to wrap it up here, boys, really with the Simo stuff, but I'm enjoying the chat. with. Where would you rank it in, in terms of the, you know, obviously canning stock route mate you've done recently and, and the Simo like, where, yeah. where does the, Sim- the Simpson Desert sit yeah. like, so, I know you love desert travel Ronnie yeah, yeah. Um, look Simo's yeah. close to my heart it was the first really kind of more remote trip that we'd ever done where we were in the 40 series so we are always a bit apprehensive like oh you know can we do a trip yeah, like yeah. this and uh, we went with a good mate who was really really handy so he had the confidence that he could fix things for us but so it's kind of dear to my heart it's kind of the first it's a really good um, trip to dip your toes into that remote desert kind of yeah. travel because you're going to be doing sand dunes and you're going to be remote and you're going to have to be prepared but yep. it's still not too long you know four days you can finish it up yep and you know if you start at Dalhousie you get a beautiful you know hot swim in the springs before you go and then you finish up at Birdsville you do big red and it really feels like an accomplishment you yeah, roll okay. out and you get the biggest dune done you crawl up and then you go to the pub and have some beers like yep. it's really good fun and it's great practice for the canning yeah because okay. the canning's pretty much the Simpson times four or five yep. yeah yeah right but with the, different yeah. environments, but I mean, there's a lot of dunes on the canning. Yep. Yeah. How many how many dune crossings are there on, on the canning, as in comparison to the Simpson? Like, do you get fifteen hundred? I believe. Dunes? It's fifteen hundred. Yeah. There's some bigger dunes. So we did the leeward side of the dunes because we did the canning uh, east to west or north to south. They mm. sort of call it more commonly. So we're on the steep side of the dunes, and look, out of fifteen hundred, we probably got caught up uh, on two or three. And I just, you know, had to go down, put it in low range and uh, put the diff locks in and it got up. Yeah, sure. uh, but uh, the biggest problem was getting momentum up because of how chopped the track were. If you, you know, if there's the moguls or wombat holes, you yeah. call them, you just couldn't get any momentum. So you just really have to take it slow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, oh, yeah, the Simps- Simpsons are great little foray into a bit of desert travel and it's just stunning out there when the sun starts setting oh mate the yeah. colors change the the sand is a magenta pink uh the colors in the sky it is yeah i it's my favorite uh kind of travel the coast is pretty cool around australia but you can't beat the desert you can't, yeah. beat, you the can't desert beat it at sunset or sunrise 
Now, speaking of contrast and colour, okay, so, Dago, Big Red, you heard Big Red? I have heard of Big Red. Okay. Matt, tell them what colour it really is. Well, I'd say it's more of an orange kind of yeah. brown. Like con- it's like construction sand oh, really? colour. So, here's the interesting thing. When, when we did the Madigan last time, we were at this really reddish section, which is on the far west, yep. right? I had, you know, those hydrolyte um, capsules. Yep. I filled one of those up with the red sand, right? Um, and I put that in my bag. And then we got to the end and we got out after all the debacle with, with Torben's Land Cruiser. We got to Birdsville. We were stuck in Birdsville because the roads were flooded. And this guy come up, recognised us. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, yeah, Spewana can't get in there because it was closed after we came out. And he's like, oh, all my missus wanted was some red sand from the Simpson, <laughs> from Big Red. And I said to him, mate, wait right there. I went to my car. <laughs> I gave him the sand capsule. And I said, actually... This is this is proper red sand. This is not big red, but this is red sand. I gave yep. it to him, mate. I this agree. guy was so stoked. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Oh. Make his missus so happy. What color is big red then? Uh, like, what, uh, sorry, what does it get? If it's that color, why does it get big red? I suppose it is ready. Does it light uh, up? Does reddish. it light up the sunset kind or something? Of, yeah, yeah, depending on the time of day. Like, I find it in the morning. In the morning, if you're heading with the sun, everything's kind of yellow. But in the afternoon, it goes more red. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, right. yeah, 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 absolutely. Maybe, yeah. Just a quick Sound. point on Big Red. The old 40 series did get up Big Red on the hardest line. Just needed eight PSI all round and first gear low. Took a minute 15 to get up like the video. It's hilarious. Just <laughs> a minute 15. It's so slow. First crack? First crack. Wow. And I had problems with my gearbox in first. It was making a bit of noise, so I only wanted one go at it. But uh, I tried it in the 78 and it didn't do it in first low. Jeez. So uh, the old 40. Yeah. Whoa, what tyre pressure? What tyre pressure? Probably a bit higher. I could have gone <laughs> lower. I was probably around 16. So yeah. if I went down, it would have been all right. But um, yeah, as I said, that old 40 series, you have to drive it properly. But uh, it's a hilarious video. I'll show you guys later. Yeah, it takes so long. <laughs> That's cool. He's definitely got a soft spot for that 40, doesn't he? Yeah, it sounds yeah, like the yeah. winner over the Simpson, though. What, what, what happened to the 40, mate? We're... Mate, sitting in the shed. I've got, oh, still got plans it? for it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'd love to restore it. I'm, yeah, cool. I'm chasing down a 12 HT for it. Uh, it's a right. turbo diesel six-cylinder engine of the, a similar era. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the plan is, uh, yeah, 12 HT, five-speed, power steering, air con, disc brakes. Um, but keeping keeping the 40 chassis, leaf, yep. leaf sprung all around. It flex, it's awesome. Like, it flexes yeah, so good. Yeah. But keeping it sort of classic, but also I want to make it a bit better to drive. So right. just trying to yeah. source a 12 HT is a bit hard, but I, I think I've found one. So. It's a very complimentary motor to put in it. I'll say it's quite fitting. Yes. Yeah, well, it's you're a Toyota. Still, yeah. still a six-cylinder. still keeping that low yep. RPM. And exactly. And... Yeah, it's just yeah they really improved them from the two H's. Two H is good, but um, if you know if I'm going to mess around putting power steering and aircon on it, you can spend easily five grand putting all that gear in. Just get a turbo diesel engine, yep. put a high yep. flow turbo on it, three inch, and they sound awesome. Sound like a tractor, and they just they're cool. So yeah. that's the plan with it. Yeah, wicked, awesome. Well, that's um, boys, all we've really got. Do you mind hanging around for? Five more minutes, mate. Yeah, no worries. Yep. We're um we're going to jump to around the fire pit, Ronnie. Oh yeah, it's now about time to get warm. This isn't is it? Our, this is our little segment that we do. We get toasty. At the, end of the show, we yeah, laptop gets shut. A, a fire, fake fire sound. Yeah, nice. Actually, we've got the though, boys yeah. next door. With <laughs> yeah, the, um, yeah. They've got the setup, but obviously yeah. it's so wet that we can't bloody do it. So I feel um, it on my toes now. Yeah, thank you for getting on board. Now um we we're going to do like some live questions, but we've actually we're going to struggle here, Ronnie. So I've actually got no questions on my laptop. Jono, do you want to round some people up with some live questions? Tell them there's an ice box. They, they get to win, win ice box. the ice box. 
<laughs> Jono's, yeah, yeah. Jono's got it's, the worst job at the show right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the icebox. Right, well, it's a Dometic 70-litre icebox. We're giving that away. Oh. Now, unfortunately, we, we can't fill it up with shelters because, um, well, I don't know what happened to them on your way over, mate. No. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Look at these shelters. I've got to get on them. Yeah. Mate, these are the back chat ones that they did for us. Yep. Chat ale. They're actually on, uh, if you're ever back over WA, they're, they're at my local on tap. So, um, yeah, beauty. It's pretty, I, uh, uh, pretty I love good it. stuff. I love a, a good craft beer. Um, yeah, mate, that looks like pretty easy drinking. Bustleton, mate. Bustleton. Beauty. Yeah, it's That's great, where they're from. It's a great setup, yeah. Oh, here we oh, go. Here <laughs> you, you want an ice box? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if these guys know anything about uh, forward driving, but anyway, we'll see how they go. <laughs> try, try these guys. Um, if you actually ask a question, you can you can take that ice box home. We we generally need what we need one question. <laughs> Is it full of beer? No, I, I think, I think I have a question coming from the back here. <laughs> yeah. Has he has he got one, Jono? You could literally ask us how our day's going, and it's <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Have we run out of fuel? Yes. Uh, I actually ran out in the Simpson. Yeah. We got one just then too. Oh, we got another one, yeah. We got two. Oh, but it, 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 no, it's, it's the best question that wins. Yeah. Uh, I've run out of fuel very close a couple of times. Um, I've actually got a really good story about one of the times, which wasn't actually me, but uh, I ran out of fuel when I was um, telling a caravan park in Cooper Pedy because we wanted a shower after eight days in the desert and my water tank busted, so I was hanging for a shower. So I, I rang up this caravan park because we wanted to book and it was getting late. And uh, the first phone call was, yeah, I had tyre issues, so we're going to be a little bit late. Second phone call, I ran out of fuel, uh, just putting a jerry in, so we're going to be a little bit late. And then I actually ran out of fuel, had to put the jerry in, and the guy hung up on me. And then I realised why he hung up on me, because we crossed the border into South Australia. I was trying to ring him at like midnight, so he wasn't too happy. So... Yeah, got the fuel in. By the time we got the camp, which was at Cooperpedi, was 2.30am. We were knackered. We thought we were the only idiots there. Two other backpackers, cars, kid you not, rolled in afterwards, half an hour later. And we we're like, what? what? What's going on? <laughs> and of course, everyone out in the middle of nowhere, if they're a bit concerned, they try and camp right next to you. So we we're like, we had this spot to ourselves. It was on wiki camps. That's the problem. Yeah, right. So backpackers have wiki camps. Did you leave your review? Uh, no, I didn't. No, Spewing. wasn't my wiki camps. What yeah. was yours, Matt? I was in the Simpson. We uh, add up the Ks we were going to do. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
and both me and my mate came to the exact same incorrect conclusion about Kay's, so we thought we were right. If we had added it up and we were different, we might have actually double-checked, but we didn't. Anyway, so I got about 50 k's out of Birdsville, and um, my mate had enough fuel, so he just had to run into town, quickly grab some uh, diesel and come yeah, back I... and fill, fill the 40 up. <laughs> you actually ran out like you ran dry? or you just, Nah, you I was blow empty, but I couldn't be bothered, like, yeah, cracking yeah. injectors or priming it or anything, so yeah. I'll just stop it here and put only 50 k's away, so... That was a better option. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. It's uh, all right. Let's get that second out question in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. You got us going. Yeah, here. yeah. What's, what's your question, mate? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Now, in all your travels, what's the best brewery in Australia? And if you don't say Tumut River, you're wrong, mate. Shelter. <laughs> it's got to be shelter. It's got to be shelter, mate. It's, uh, it's in it's in um, uh, Busselton, mate. <laughs> the, this uh, guy, uh, he knows. He knows genius, a bit. Uh, this guy's asked a question. Yeah, My brother yeah, started yeah. that brewery in Tumut. Yes. Oh, yeah. I live in Tumut. We, we have all brewers, mate. Take it offline, lads. <laughs> you guys you guys got a question up the back at all? Got a question at all? You, you can You're win right. that last box. You can win this. Okay. It's, it's, it'll be a one in three chance. So just give us a question. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't get it. <laughs> What's better, Western Australia or Tasmania? Never been to Tassie, so I'd say a WA. <laughs> 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 what about you, Dago? Uh, oh, I've got to say WA only because I'm living there, but yeah. From what I've seen of Tassie, it's bloody beautiful, so yeah. Are you guys from there? Nah. Well, just. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Nothing extreme there, but it looks. Um, that side of it looks unreal, so. Yeah, I've got to claim WA. One good thing about Tassie is you can drive for two hours and be in like a completely different spot. You drive yeah, for two right. hours in WA and yeah. it's still the same, same, same stuff. Yeah. Bushes yeah. on the side of the road, <laughs> same, same postcode. So, but yeah. you can also drive for two hours in Sydney and you're still in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. You don't have to tell me I used that, to live in Sydney. So. Yeah, that was us this morning for sure. Yeah, so actually, well, what do you reckon? So Tassie or WA? Uh Honestly, they're completely different. It's you're comparing apples yep, yep. and oranges. Um, you got two weeks to do a trip. Where do you go? Well, for me, it's only uh, four hours down to the ferry. Yeah, well, five hours down to Melbourne. Get the ferry overnight, and I can be in Tassie the next morning. Uh, so it's a bit easy to get to, but it's just different. You know, if you want to go really remote desert tracks and you know beautiful coastline, do WA, and also variety. You know, you've got warm weather up north, and you've got the cool weather down south. Whereas Tassie, it's cold all year round yeah uh, but it's cool it's it's different it's a different kind of travel it doesn't really feel like australia it feels like new zealand or even europe sometimes so it's cool yeah I'm, I'm getting a feeling he's leaning towards Tassie. yeah reckon? yeah it's all right you can have a They're different mate yeah. i like them both <laughs> good answer <laughs> all right you should we you, uh you can well, choose it's yours yeah, to give me, away me? uh look i love the fuel question fuel i, I, I like the he fuel got us question. he got us going too yeah so. it, it, it oh, hit home going, yeah <laughs> Who did you guys used to listen to back in the day when you first started? Yeah, that's a good question. Ooh. I remember, um, well, it's funny. Uh, I think in 2017, I came to this show. Uh, Holly and I came in Holly's Ford Fiesta. Like, we were looking around at all the stuff. And, yeah, it's funny being here a few years later. But I used to watch Ronnie, like, literally, literally how to, like, do your basics. I used to watch Ronnie and, um, like, I knew absolutely nothing. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I remember a bit of Andrew St. Pierre White as well. He was quite funny. Yeah, I liked yeah. the, I liked his filming. I'm into videography, so I liked a bit of his filming. Um, but yeah, Ronnie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mate. I'm trying to blush. Yeah. The basics, yeah. mate. Is there anyone before, Ronnie? Who did you I would, start with? I would say Malcolm Douglas. Yeah. Ma- Malcolm, Malcolm Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say Malcolm Douglas. Um, how how'd you how'd you get to how'd you access his stuff? Was it like oh, just on DVDs, DVDs, and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Les Hiddens, the Bush Tucker man. Yeah, right. I, used to, I grew up watching VHSs of, of Bush Tucker Man. Mm. He was awesome, eh? Les Hiddens, like you know the stuff that he did back in the day. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. Look, I, I did also like uh, some of Andrew Andrew's old stuff, Andrew Sampier's old yep. stuff when he used to do like all the Africa travel and all that. Um, it was actually yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yep. Yeah, I I'm pretty I'm more new to it, so I was probably a um, little bit of yourself, Ronnie. But there's a bloke called Pete from WA Camping Adventures, um, who yeah, he he's still going. Um, he's going pretty well, but he was yeah, he was one that got me into it. I just loved his videos, loved how he presented. So um, doing this sort of stuff was yeah, he he was sort of one of the first that I started watching. So we'll yeah. catch up with him in WA. Yeah, we will. Mm, cool. Well, um, thanks, Matt, for for joining yeah. us. Yeah, thanks, thanks, um, appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate your time and. Um, yeah, good luck with all your travels coming up. We'll um, we'll wrap that up there, Ronnie. I think that'll be. I think so. So there. so hang on, hang on. The ice box. Oh, you got to give the ice box away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky um, Jaden's still here, mate. Uh, all yours, it's, mate. It's all yeah, yours, yeah. mate. It's all yours. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't fill up with shelters. Yeah, we're not that cracking it. Well done, mate. Cheers. Yeah, no worries. We'll just wrap this up. So, Four Drive Podcast, driven by Shelter, uh, Southern River Band. We'll uh, see us out. Four Drive Podcast on Instagram. All our socials over at Backchat um, YouTube as well.